Todd Jubbin from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 16th of March, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. First, let's talk about the aftermath of the Russian law demonstrations. On Thursday, the 9th of March, representatives of the opposition held a rally in front of the parliament on Rustavelli Avenue. Zodne Koboridze, a member of the opposition party, the Pinecones, or Girchi More Freedom, demanded that the ruling party clarify the implementation of the so-called draft laws on agents. In addition, the party and protesters demanded the release of those arrested during the rally. Speaking of arrested protesters, Zuda Japaridze and Nika Mosiashvili, leaders of Girchi, were arrested at the rally. Lawyers for the detainees said that Japaridze and Mosiashvili had head injuries and that they needed medical help. According to the lawyer, Vaho Barabashvili, both severely beaten, both were severely beaten when they were arrested. Supporters and lawyers of the detainees demanded postponement of the session because, according to them, Nika Mosiashvili felt weak and had high blood pressure. However, the judge refused to postpone the process. Japaridze, in a comment to journalists, said, we weren't arrested, we were kidnapped. A spy lives here was spray-painted on the gates of the house of civic activist Akaki Sahanidze in Kutaisi. On Thursday, the 9th of March, the graffiti appeared on the gates and sidewalk of a house of Sahanidze with stencils. They labeled him as a task-fulfilling Nazi spy. The activist himself connected the label made with red paint to his public activity. Akaki Sakhanidze was one of the organizers of the protests that took place on the 7th and 8th of March. At these rallies, the citizens protested against the draft law on the transparency of foreign influence, approved by Parliament in an accelerated manner in its first reading. Sakhanidze does not know who left the inscriptions near his house, although he says that such a form of expression is unacceptable. On Friday the 10th of March, activists from Kobuleti and Marnauli covered the inscription on the gate and sidewalk in Kutaisi with flags of Georgia and the European Union. After three days of protests over the Russian law or foreign agents law, tens of thousands of people gathered on Rustabelli Avenue. On Friday the 10th of March, Georgian Dream or Otsneba caved into the demands of the demonstrators and a plenary session was called and held in Parliament. Deputies voted for a second reading of the draft law and the law was formally rejected. According to voting results, the bill was supported by one deputy, but 35 were against it. According to Otsneba, there were many extensions by Otsneba. According to Otsneba, the decision was made due to, quote, the current political process surrounding the law, end quote, and as a result of the consultation held between the political council of Otsneba, the people's force, and members of the parliamentary majority. This is Otsneba code for we did what we were told by the demonstrators. On Sunday, the 12th of March, in an interview, the Prime Minister, Irakli Gharabashvili, stated that Georgia, quote, passed through difficult and emotional days, but that the strength of the state and the intelligence of the government, end quote, appeared. Gharabashvili said that the purpose of passing the Russian law was to get, quote, minimum transparency of funding sources on non-governmental organizations and, quote, the protection of national security interests. Just in case you haven't noticed, the ruling party supports the draft law and says that the rallies weren't illegal, but that the protesters had been manipulated by the radical opposition to stabilize the country. Karabashvili said that upon the rallies that took place from the 7th to the 9th of March in Tbilisi against the foreign agent laws, law enforcement representatives worked perfectly, including those spraying water cannons at people with European flags. He also said that some of the demonstrators 
were wearing satanic outfits. Okay. Another rally was held in front of Parliament on Tuesday, the 14th of March. The leaders and supporters of the homophobic, knuckle-dragging, pro-Russian political party conservative movement held a demonstration. The flag of the European Union was taken down. Protesters burned it. There were relatively few protesters. Instead, they hung the Georgian flag. Zura Maharadze, one of the heads of the pro-Russian media organization Alt-Info, was temporarily expelled from Rustavelli Avenue. Later, the EU flag was put back in front of Parliament by law enforcement officers. Public defender of Georgia, Levan Yoseliani, states that taking down and burning the European flag in front of Parliament building insults the historical choice of the people. The ombudsman posted on Facebook that all constitutional bodies must take measures within the scope of their powers to ensure the full integration of Georgia into the European Union and the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, or NATO. Continuing with news of the European Union, Thies Reuten, the Dutch European parliamentarian, reminded the Georgian authorities that the country will not be able to receive candidate status without fulfilling the 12 recommendations of the European Union. He said related to the Otsneba and Kremlin-sponsored messaging that the West wants Georgia to be a second front against Russia. He said that absolutely, quote, absolutely nobody wants Georgia to absurdly open a second front. Stop this desperate demonization with Putin's propaganda and make real progress on the 12 recommendations. If you don't, the Georgian people will demand an answer, end quote. Speaking about the foreign agents draft bill or the Russian law, Tis Reuten said that, quote, the Georgian people have won this round, but the danger has not disappeared at all, end quote, because Georgia has a pro-Russian government. At a debate on the issue of Georgia joining the European Union, European Member of Parliament Viola von Kramon said that Otsneba is doing everything to sabotage the country's European future and believes that the Georgian people deserve EU membership. According to her, quote, all masks are removed. The Georgian government is eager to sabotage the country's European future. There is no possibility that Georgia will return to the Russian swamp. There is only one way forward for Georgia's European future in autocracy. The Georgian people are so different from his, this government that everyone will take to the streets to make their voices heard in Tbilisi, Brussels, and especially Moscow, end quote. On Wednesday the 15th, the Public Relations Service of the Patriarchate of Georgia issued a statement regarding the actions held near the parliament in the previous week. The service said that Georgia needed peace and that the church would stay away from polarization and violence. In other news, Defense Minister of Georgia, Juan Asher Burchuladze, when speaking about the new defense code, said that there is no alternative to the principle of total defense for a country with Georgia's challenges and that the country must have a well-trained and prepared reserve, which Georgia will definitely achieve. According to the minister's explanation, regular contract army and mandatory guard services are included in the 10-year development plan of the Defense Force and that the new defense code and the new defense code project. In a conversation with Imedi TV, Burchuladze also said that military service won't be compulsory for students. They can join the army voluntarily. What's Misha up to? Saakashvili has said that he has lost consciousness twice and that his health is critical. Despite the promise made by the prime minister at the Munich Security Conference, European doctors have not been allowed to visit him. Saakashvili also said that European politicians and other people in the international arena are demanding his release. New public defender Levan Yoseliani expressed his readiness to visit former president Saakashvili, if Misha wants him to do so. 
As Yoseliani stated, he is going to meet members of Saakashvili's family and the Council of Doctors created by the Ombudsman. Close this edition, some sports news. On Sunday, the 12th of March, UFC super lightweight fighter Merab Dvalishvili won the most important victory of his career. The 32-year-old Georgian defeated the former champion of the division, Russian Peter Yan, and became one of the main contenders for the championship belt. He was not allowed in the match to wear a Georgian flag, so he had one tattooed on his chest and made very pro-EU comments after the match. The same day, the Georgian water polo team won the European Championship in Croatia. They won against the Netherlands national team in the playoffs with a score of 12-8 to and qualified for the quarterfinals. With this result, Georgia water polo players became among the eight strongest teams of the continent and won a ticket to the World Championship. Quarterfinals will be held on the 6th of September in Croatia. Georgia's opponent will be one of the favorites and the host of the championship. That's it for this week. You can support us by subscribing to the show. This way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at georgia at rorschach.com. Nachvandis. Nachvandis.